Good morning. Good afternoon. All right, you sound okay? Mm-hmm. Do I? Do I sound good? Yes, ma'am. Okay. You nervous about being on the camera? Um, no. I'm worried about how my hair might look, but yeah. Girl, be quiet. I didn't look in the mirror before you started recording. Girl, be quiet. It's millions of women who wish that they had your hair. You're right. I've heard that. I know. Greetings! Yay! Happy New Year! Beer, 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 Since I don't have the sound effect yet, I'll make it. Yay! 2022, this our year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you wait no me or in a song. Or... No, I was waiting for the end of the song. Right. I wanted to do a little more with like talking less over the song. <sighs> but we just kind of dive in. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to a new episode of the Paid in Full Podcast. Greedy. Mm, Sorry, go ahead. See, we already starting the new year off wrong. Uh, I am your co-host, Mia, joined you by... Host. You are the host. Co- joined by my co-host, JP, over here. We are co-hosts, darling, in our family podcast, so... Um, Welcome to new listeners and welcome back to our former listeners, listeners who joined us in 2021. This is our first episode of the new year, so we are ecstatic to have you all back with us and those of you who are following upon our podcast. We uh, hope you um, enjoy the, the ride today. So that was a tisk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get away from those. It's a new year. I have blue goals. So JP is joking on me. Thank you. That was me, Chris, and Four Eyes. We like the song a lot. So here we are. We've gotten over the hump of another year. We're trying to start. This year, we're starting with. This year we're starting with uh, our family, and uh, if you've listened to the last couple of episodes, we've been uh, focused on eating better for the entire family, and so JP put the challenge out that we were going to plan our meals, each meal, every day uh, for the month of January, and of course, you know, it was still early in the month, but I think it's going well. I'm very focused on it. Do we need to tell them about the men and chocolate? The mint chocolate chip cookie cake we just bought. I didn't eat any mint chocolate chip cake. Snitches get stitches. Okay, well, you must be, <laughs> must be snitching on yourself because you're the only one who had some. I would imagine that Drew would want some. Jai's not going to eat any. So mm-hmm. it's okay. We, we're still planning it at home, though. Mm-hmm. So it's better still than eating out. Okay. So so we're, we're very, very focused. I have the kids buy in. At least today, I had their buy-in. So they were eating their fruit and drinking their water for a hot second. And so I'm excited that we're doing this pathway together. Mm-hmm. JP said, I made some really yummy dinner in the pressure cooker today. If you follow us on uh, social media, you've seen our pressure cooker in progress. So I made a pot roast, and it was fire. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. Oh, it's got to come out bad. It's going to oh come my out God. horrible. Um, a nervous wreck when it comes to cooking because JP cooks really, really well and that standard is that high and so that's why I get kind of super nervous when he tells me, go ahead and do it, you got it. So, because if I mess it up, it's messed up. It's eight hours of food I just messed up. You did good. The only thing we got to worry about is just not cooking whole onions. Yeah, I didn't know we were supposed to cut it up. Even the directions didn't say cut up the onion. (laughs) It just said put all of it in there. You're cooking like a Viking. (laughs) I threw the potatoes in and the carrots and the giant onion and just put the meat on top of it. You a whole hog with the apple in the mouth. (laughs) I did. I just threw that whole onion in. But I know now, so it's all good. I'm going to do it again. We're going to put that in the rotation. All right. Yeah, we did a meal kit, y'all, so highly recommend it. 
especially for you know busy families like ours. Okay. <clears throat> so, how you doing? I'm good. It's this this about you. Um, I want to mm-hmm. make the announcement that Mia is COVID free, <laughs> so I can kiss her and stuff and, I know. and all types of things like that. And I know. I'm not going out testing right now because she, they say that I'll still test positive because it can like I think it's remnants in my system still. She had the boogie monster. I did, I did, and I'm still I'm still having moments where I feel very tired out of the blue. Like I'll just be like, okay, ooh. And especially with me trying to get my 8,500 steps a day and eating better, I'm like, all right, I'm not running on the same amount of sugar um, as the bad stuff. So I'm like, okay, I, I have to really take care of my body now and um, and do right. So I think it was just one of those divine things that the Lord was like, if you're going to do better, you're going to do all the way better. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so I'm, in, I'm still getting through. Um, still trying to clear the gunk. The gunk just stays in there. Um, so I think that's just going to be sort of some radical residue stuck in there. But mm-hmm. y'all, this, uh, this variant is real. Just please everyone out there, take care of yourselves. Just mask it. That's the only, that's literally the only way to kind of push it away as long as possible because the, the variant looks like the cold and it looks like the flu. It looks like a common cold. And so at this point, sadly, it's almost like saying, you know, that you it's, it's kind of like a win at this point. Like we really don't know when you get it, but it's almost inevitable. And it's really terrifying mm-hmm. that my babies could have that. So just please continue to try to do, you know, what you can do to offset, you know, all this gunk that's in the air, y'all. So, yeah. hell yeah. So let's talk about our topic. Which is because I did like no homework or I know. study on anything. It's okay. I'm so going to lead you. I got you. Is completely off the top of the dome for me. <laughs> and that's like, okay. I'm, I think I'm a I good guy. I have no idea what she's about to talk about. I, I told you about it earlier. You just <laughs> didn't review. It, but go ahead. Let's go. So I wanted for us to start the new year off with what is called or what is known as the honeymoon phase so we're going to talk about what exactly is the honeymoon phase and why do this people no think movie, y'all no fairy tale conclusion y'all that's the situation exactly. okay go ahead Phase. okay there continue you, go. you gotta oh. stay on track i'm already off i'm already <laughs> off so, so what's the both of us can't be, both of us can't be off so come on you got you got got the ship okay i'm 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 gotten all right so what is the honeymoon phase um, what are the signs that the honeymoon phase, quote unquote, honeymoon phase has lifted off, essentially? And why do people say that it goes away? Because I want us to argue that there are a series of honeymoon phases in a relationship and you're going from you know one sector or one series of that phase to another and that your honeymoon phase doesn't have to end per se. You're just in the valley between two mountain ranges. And so that's what I want us to kind of get into. JP is smiling. What are you thinking? You thinking I'm just something? thinking right now. Keep going. Okay, okay. Keep going. So that's what we're going to get into today. Um, we, I guess, marketed our podcast initially as being about the honeymoon phase and how it doesn't need to go away. And so we didn't actually do a honeymoon phase episode in 2021 within our first 18. So I said, oh, well, let's just get into that. And then we can just go through the year. Oh, yeah. This is episode episode 19. This is 19 for us. Yay. So you guys get to see my pretty wife. She's so pretty. Look at her face. E. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna try not to cough in the mic and get it together. <clears throat> do I need to get some hand do I need to go get some bleach wipes with my microphone? I'll wipe it off when it's done. Right. So I'm not gonna cough on it. Okay. I got you. So here we go. Let's talk about what exactly let's define the honeymoon phase because that is a very popular term amongst I, I wanna I don't want to just say millennials, that'll give us a bad name. But I think people generally have this idea that the beginning of a relationship is the most uh, romance-filled, passion-filled of the entire relationship as a whole. So could you, I want you to define, if someone told you, you know, um, if someone asked you what exactly is the honeymoon phase, what would you tell them 
that definition is. The honeymoon phase? Uh-huh. Or do you have a clear idea of the honeymoon phase? I don't. I'm hoping to get clarity from this. Okay, okay. Well, hear me. I'm going to give you my definition and see if maybe you agree or, or can add some more to it. Okay? Uh-huh. Okay, so honeymoon phase is generally the beginning period of a relationship when two people first meet and they start that infatuation um, sort of butterflies in the stomach. I can't wait to see him or her fall asleep on the phone together point in a relationship. And they say that it can last from the first month through about two years, even though it can be shorter. And so I think that well, I'll t- we'll get into what I do later, but that's generally the textbook definition of the honeymoon phase is when everything is all good. You're learning about each other. Everything is beautiful and fluffy and we're getting chunky because we're eating all this bad foods, but we're eating it together. And so so that's where what's what they define it as. Okay. They out in the world. Saying you want to know when is that over? No, I want to know if you agree with the definition first, and then we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Do you I, understand I, what I I'm agree saying? With that. Yeah, and I and I I know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, so ditto. So you get the the area that I'm talking about. Ditto. Do you recall our first few months together? Would that be a um, an accurate depiction of our first few months, like our first year together? Did we have a lot of those qualities, excitement and butterflies? We had a we had a break we had a break in between because when I left, but yeah, because we we spent like every waking moment with each other. Like mm. you were driving however long distance it was for you to come out there to see me every day. And I was tricking off 68% of my, my $20 a day <laughs> stipend to get you to me. Are you 68%? That's a very specific number. <laughs> 68%. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of, I only wanted to spend time with you. And it's neglectful to friends, but... You know, it was a lot of just, mm, even when you were away, you know, we were long distance for, for a hot second. It was still like, hold it onto my phone, waiting for it to ring. Like I knew your schedule and I knew where you were and I knew you were going to call me. So there's a lot of, uh, I don't want to say superficial attachment, but it is superficial in terms of like the rest of the relationship. So yeah, there's unrealistic attachment. We'll call it that. It is, I want to do nothing in life but be with you every day. Uh-huh. So, you remember. <laughs> yeah. JP courted me. He used to buy me chocolate, and he took me out to dinners, and yeah, he paid, put gas in the car so that I can get out there. 68%. Yeah, yeah, he did that. He actually, like, was dating me, like, old school traditional dating. Yeah, so all I had, all I had was enough left to get, um... Some buttock, buttock um, ham and some pineapple soda, but I, I made it work. <laughs> he did. Well, you were eating fufu with me. So whenever I was coming out there, driving out there in my Ford Focus, I was I was coming to see you. So. Oh, man. Go. Oh, this, uh, this you is, thinking of something? Yeah, this is triggering. <laughs> What's triggering? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's triggering? This is triggering because uh-huh. you, you, you mentioned the honeymoon phase and uh-huh. it was... I'm trying to figure out how to how to word this because okay. it was I wouldn't say honeymoon phase for me. It's more like an anticipation. Okay. Do tell. Anticipation of what? Exactly. I'm just thinking how I was gonna get some. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all the time, like this gonna be the day. This is gonna be the day, and it like the day never came. Oh, it did eventually. <laughs> eventually, when it did eventually after the first year. <laughs> That's three. That wasn't that wasn't planned though. Didn't I plan know, that. I know what I'm just saying though. Because <sighs> you, you said that there there may be like um, ebbs and flow of it. Because I think the first mm-hmm. ebb for me is when. I got tired of dry humping. Yeah. 
Indeed. People, they don't even drop off no more. Do I they? don't think so. I don't know. I think they're, they don't even like, maybe they still do. I don't know. I haven't been out there in, in many, many years. It's been almost two decades for us. Yeah, because I needed like a, like a brandy diary or something with like the brandy music playing and me talking about my, talking about day, day 287, dear diary. <laughs> <laughs> Today was another day of. <laughs> of the humps. Dry balls. Yeah. What do you call it? Blue blue balls. Oh know. my God. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't said that word since like 2006. <laughs> blue balls. Yeah. I don't know. Do people still dry hump, y'all? I don't know. I would imagine that in the heat of the moment, there's a lot of heavy petting, like a lot of breathing and grasping when you all haven't yeah. gotten to the point where you are having sex yeah, where people I, I think really I, I, generally I have sex very quickly nowadays I, I, I knew that you were the one but I was like damn it <laughs> still frustrating yeah. yeah well you explained it on one of the episodes remember we had the episode and you were talking about how I put the merchandise out early and I explained my virginity to, to JP and he wasn't 100% in belief of that, I don't think. And so it did not occur right away because then it was the realization that, oh, yeah, well, maybe she's not, you know, she's never been penetrated. It shows. So I think it kind of came from that, babe. Uh-huh. That mentally you were like, all right, she she could be just messing around, but we're going to kind of go with it because she cute. So. Yeah, I guess like day 308. <laughs> <laughs> may have hit me that this shit is real. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But yeah, so I think that was like the first hit. I was like, man, this shit ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I, I but, can. But then I, I, yeah. I believe I fell back in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of way. <laughs> Something came, happened. Came right back some kind of way. Yeah. Something happened. You, you, you had a rough first year. That that first year, it was a lot of. Once I got in the mental space that okay, yes, I do want him to have it, have my virginity. Then it was try, try, try again, try again, try again, and try again. And it wasn't, it wasn't the most graceful dance. You know, it it does. It looks nothing like it does on TV. Yeah, so <laughs> it's nothing like just dive in and this is gonna hurt a little while and go slowly. No, no, it's none of that. It's a lot of ah. Stop. That's that's generally <laughs> so. that's generally it for me on on REMs. Whenever it goes down, it usually involves that because mm-hmm. yeah. we we get along great. Mm-hmm. We we mesh with each other, but yeah. Hey, sometimes it. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I triggered you. <laughs> oh, like, it was okay. So his we, have, we, have, we haven't had any fights about money or. Mm-mm work or the opposite sex right. or anything. It's always just the f- sex. So just the f- <laughs> <laughs> the f- so. Yeah, that's just our, our Achilles heel. <sighs> okay. okay. Alright. All right. All right. I know. Uh, it's all good. So your honeymoon phase is defined as a lot of anticipation because you were dating a virgin and that is a very specific issue, very rare specific issue for you. I'm sure they're out there somewhere. I don't know where, but, you know, we talking 2005, in the 2000s versions. Yeah, it's a but lot, a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Pressure. Yeah, and we've, yeah, we discussed that in our, I think it was 17, 16 or 17 episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah nobody was going to reap the benefits of yeah, JP's all not the hard me, work. He's not putting me back on the market ever because he's, he's worked hard to... <sighs> to, to put the in the box. Okay. So, oh, God bless you, baby. So, <laughs> so okay. So you talk now. Sort of similarly. No, no, I know. Like <clears throat> my honeymoon phase, or my definition of the honeymoon phase for us was was the classic girl really, really falling for a guy. Not necessarily. Well, I guess you could say it was love. It was romantic love. So it was always very um, possessive. It's very possessive. It is, I don't want to talk to anybody but him. He didn't call me at 8 o'clock like he said he would. Um, what you doing? And, you know, you get off the phone. No, you get off the phone. Then you get off the phone first. You get off the phone. Okay, we both get off the phone at the same time. One, two, three. Why didn't you hang up? Those kind of like fluffy things. And it's, it's a lot of like 
tingles, jingles, and rock and roll, basically. Oh, that's a great title, by the way. Um, so it's a lot of that, like butterflies in the stomach. Oh my god! We're gonna let you name one of these episodes. I maybe, the, maybe this is the one. We'll see. We're on an aside right now, y'all. So I've tried to name episodes, and JP will reject my names because they just not been good. So horrible. JP is in the podcast episode naming business. So uh, one day I'm gonna grab one. So anywho, back on our story. So a lot of you know butterflies in the stomach a lot of I don't ever want to leave this moment so very um indicative essentially of what was to come because you know we were together every every day since that night and so that's where we decided that we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together and that's what we did so when we decided it we did it we didn't step back and we didn't there's no going back from that so oh yeah so along the lines of the internet of course the interwebs they have a lot of articles millions of them honestly that tell signs that the honeymoon phase is going away that is shrinking that the this ideal system that you've had for a month or two or three is now closing up and your reality is is getting is slapping you in the face. So, a couple of things I pulled just from a few websites. I wasn't um, going to get everything from everybody. I was wondering when you're gonna break out the notes. You're mm-hmm. doing pretty good freestyle. I know. Thank you. Um, so, first one was one of the first signs that your honeymoon phase, quote unquote, is over, is that you become easily annoyed by things you used to ignore. So things out of the blue start to bother you. And so (laughs) I think um, my interpretation of this is where you may start to figure out what you can actually live with versus things that you are like, this is a this is going to be a no for me. So whether your partner has habits that are like a one time thing that he or she actually does and, you you know, they can kind of get away with it or they're actually subconscious actions that they do that they don't even know they do so this is where you get into what I like to say what I like to think of as like those little shallow arguments about like the toilet seat being up and the toothpaste in the sink and the hair in the sink and that kind of thing that's when people start to realize hey this is a person and not my possession so um, when things that used to be oh that's so cute suddenly it's like that's not cute anymore like when you really listen to how your boyfriend or girlfriend laughs and suddenly that laugh is like oof whoo and then they do that laugh all the time Mm -hmm. so yeah that's one of the signs that your honeymoon phase is over so when was yours over that's what what i want to know i know and i've been thinking like okay what at one point did I know that this guy was real and that he wasn't just like my little fantasy man in the, in the magazine? I'm perfect. <laughs> no, I don't want you to say that. We are humans with flaws. Um, I think. Shoot away. So a couple of little things, tiny things that I was like, okay, can I live with this? When I found out that you snored, that was one thing because you don't like baby snore. It's like it's a grown man snore. So it was it didn't come in immediately because we used to, you know, people when you're early in a relationship, you sleep unnaturally like you holding each other like y'all ain't 98 degrees times two. You like I literally would sleep on JP. That is so unrealistic now. It's just too high for all that. I'm going to push back on that. So when we did when we started sleeping separately and I was like, oh, my God, he can like lay it out. <laughs> So that was one thing I was like, oof, what can I do with this? I would push back on that. What are you, what are you pushing? What are you, what are you pushing? <laughs> when and why are you pushing? I would, I would be, I'm going to be toxic, Johnny. Uh, he, he come. All right, what you got? I snore because you made me gay weight. Well, it, uh, <laughs> dang. <laughs> okay. So, yes. I, we both gained weight. So, yes. 
I didn't make you make you gain weight. All right. But that's I'm a whole just, other conversation. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, you're not. So <laughs> I don't think I had like a one moment where it was me questioning whether or not I could deal with things because there wasn't a whole lot to kind of question. Like I, I don't want to say that you didn't have any like little things that would just like irk my nerves, but you didn't have a whole lot that that made me wonder if this was going to work. So, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anything beyond just the, the snoring thing because, you know, I was a selfish sleeper, you know, and that's pre-kids mm-hmm. when that's the last time you sleep is before children. So, so no stinky feet, no bad breath, no... Mm-hmm. Nah, cause breath you can fix. You can fix. You can fix, bro. Oh, nothing that was like. Mm, I don't know. Ooh, oh lord, hit my head. Nothing. Why are you holding on to the desk like that? I don't know. <laughs> you are I on was, camera. Remember that. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just hanging <laughs> you on. You still holding on. To it? I know. I like my hand right here. I don't know. It's like hanging on to the desk. I like it. So, anywho. <laughs> The second sign, um, and I have about, I have five. I stopped at five because I thought that was a nice round number. Um, you disagree more oh, often. Odd. Huh? Nothing. You disagree more six, often. Six even. No, I mean, I think it's like a, a nice number, a five, round 10, number. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Okay. Kappa, keep coming. Kappa, keep coming. He is a little unfocused. We're going we're gonna to keep him now. Um, okay, so when it comes to disagreeing, like you you said, we don't we don't fight, right? We we disagree. Um, early disagreements were childish, I think. I don't even remember some of the stuff that we used to disagree about, but I know that I used to be over the top with my emotions, and that's of course you're talking about twenty twenty one year old emotional wreck. Um, I didn't have a very high it's emotional. It's only $35 for an overdraft fee. It's not that much. I was hungry. Mm-hmm. I probably did say that. <laughs> I didn't have a very high emotional IQ. I have worked on that over the years. And my so, mommy has sent it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mommy. My mommy. Yeah. I was, I was a kid. Yeah. So they were very. <laughs> and then I would get upset with you because you wouldn't respond in the way that I wanted you to respond. And so I would shut myself in the bathroom. Like. Leave me alone. And then it would take JP three or four times to come and get me out the bathroom because clearly I wasn't going to sleep in the bathroom. And he was like, you know what? This doesn't even make sense. So, but you're talking about, you know, very low emotionally IQ person. So, me as a thrower. <sighs> I only did that once. <laughs> I That's threw. all it takes for me to go to jail. <laughs> it was an empty bottle. Take one time. It was an empty water bottle. That was the only thing I could grab at the time. Hmm. So when it comes to disagreeing more often, um, often, 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 we are yes people early. So JP brought up a good point, you know, that he wanted to make sure that I was taken care of. So he would put gas in the car. He would feed me, even if it wasn't financially um, positive for him. (laughs) But it was to ensure that I liked him. And we did thing. We do things early in a relationship to ensure that the person continue, that you like continues to like you back. So you're often a yes man or a yes woman. So whatever you want, babe, whatever you want, let's go do it. I used to drag him out to malls and you know Chick Fil A, and JP was like, all right, you know whatever, you, whatever. I'm I'm good for whatever. So not always, you know, the best. Ideas. I mean, we didn't do anything that was financially devastating, but you know, we were, we were, you know, getting used to being around each other, and we wanted to be with each other by any means necessary, and so we were willing to do that. So, the sign that the phase is over, honeymoon phase, is when you start to disagree. Um, and it doesn't, it didn't have anything very specific about what you disagree about. It just said you disagree more often. And so I think that is because the real person comes out and it's like, mm, no, I don't think we should go out to eat tonight. Maybe we should eat in. And the other person's like, oh, you know, we've only been eating out every day this week. So the other person, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Mia. So the third, <laughs> you're going to stop. So whenever me. you hear the other person, just insert Mia. Okay. 
So uh, another sign that the honeymoon phase is over, we're going to continue, is you feel yourself mentally check out during uh, making out or sex. Mental check out. So and it says that over time, of course, when you're um, when you learn the other person's habits and tendencies and you learn their body that it. Um, takes a little bit more work to be present in the moment. And then, of course, life is still there. And so stress tends to be showing its ass, you know, in the way of your relationship. And so it becomes more difficult to be present and intentional when you are (laughs) so mature right now. (laughs) When you have (laughs) um, all these other life things going on. So... So, yeah, mentally checking out. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, A couple of other ones here. Um, Your foreplay time decreases and you tend to go straight into sex more quickly and more mechanically. Yeah. So I was like, oh, really? Is that what it is? So and, and when I get into like how I think the phase like ebbs and flows, like goes ups and goes down. Um, this will come back up, but initially coming out of the hot and heavy phase where you're like making out everywhere, um, 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 right. Then that I think I would imagine that when that moment comes, when you learn that you've become more routine in your sexcapades, I can imagine how jarring that is. Like, it's like, wait a minute when you wake up from it, it's like, okay, hold up. Then we just do that same thing. Eight nights in a row. <laughs> so, why are you looking like that? I'm giving you what the what the in the research says. I'm gonna need a hug after this episode. Okay, we'll, we'll make sure that's that's done. Lord, <laughs> um, they say the sense of wonder at the exploration of your partner's body fades. And that's because you learn exactly where all the parts are. You know where you should kiss. You learn where you should touch, where not to touch. And that exploration is done, which is, I think, the number one thing that scares people from getting married is the whole train. They always think that the whole train is going to leave that station and that and once it's gone, it's gone forever. It is. I know. But it's. I like to think that it's a different, you get different trains though. Like you don't just need the whole train. There's other trains that are coming that are way different, but we're scared of the unknown. I think people generally, we don't know what's coming. So we're scared it's of that. It's not a train no more. It's a super highway. <laughs> okay. Explain. What do you mean a super highway? Explain yourself. With multiple tracks. Because again, there's TikTok, there's Instagram, there's Twitter, there's Facebook. Well, well now, yeah. Yeah. It's a super highway. And you got to make sure you get in the right so, lane. So so why? <laughs> so why get married to this one person? And I can just slide it to the DMs with a little, with a little, um, Frosty the Snowman or the Purple Demon or whatever the <laughs> hell it is they doing now. A little cucumber. Hey, you want some cucumber? Cucumber. Oh, so eggplant. Oh. <laughs> it's a cucumber. I know it was a shape. <laughs> you want some some eggplant? Um. <laughs> so yeah. So, yeah, I guess so. Um, and I think that's that's the main thing that scares people. It's the whole. That, it's the whole Teslas now. But it's oh, like, mm, <laughs> it ain't a train. They coming in energy efficient vehicles <laughs> that drive themselves. <laughs> they cars drive. Themselves. They driving. They drive to you automatically now. They, they do. Oh, I'm so glad you uh, don't have to worry about that. Jesus. All right. Anyway, at least I. Anyway. Oh Teslas. <laughs> oh Teslas. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, people fear the mechanical, the mechanical sex. So yeah. <sighs> So, and that's a sign that Tender. that particular phase is fading. But again, Black. there's something coming behind it. BLK. That's a website, too. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. We'll have to visit that. Shout outs to that website. Um, you wonder if that relationship is right for you. Is what I'm in right now going to benefit me in the long run? Is this person the person I'm supposed to be with? 
So when you do that question, and then you know that first honeymoon phase is probably leaving out the gate. That was probably like day one sixty five for me. Mm, was it? <laughs> what was the was that a moment? No, it was no, it was, oh, no. It was just generally. Mm, that was it was actually negative. Mm-hmm. It was negative. It was before we got together. Cause like I said, when you hung up on me, that was the day. That, that was, was that was that was before. So that it was, was early. it was negative. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was early. Yeah, that was the first like couple weeks. No, it was the first couple of days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I hung up on him and he called me right back and gave me the business about how rude that was and if I respect him, then he sh- then I should never do that again. You 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 think I didn't? Hey, I never hung up on him again. <laughs> now I would hang up the phone like violently and be like, press that button real hard or slap that flip phone closed, but I did not hang up on that man. <laughs> so if I did, it was because my phone didn't have no signal because I had a Nokia. So yeah, yeah, I, I was like, well, day damn, one eight, show Day 187, me. dear diary, I still ain't got it. I didn't know it caused you so much grief. It wasn't grief. It was. <laughs> it wasn't grief. It, it wasn't. It was just. It was frustrating. It was frust- frustration. A lot of that. Agitated. A 24-year-old man in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, yes. Where women. <laughs> do women still outnumber men 11 to 1 here? Because that was one of the. Um, define when I, when define I women. In. Okay, yeah, it was different now a little bit. Well, when I first came here in 2002, the statistic was that women, quote unquote, in whatever given form, I guess, whatever you identify with, women outnumber men 11 to 1. And then I think at one point it went up to like 14 to 1 because, of course, women were moving here in droves with their girlfriends. So all the women were getting together and coming to Atlanta and moving. And so there were a lot more, there are a lot more women than men in the Atlanta area. I don't know how true this still is. I would have to still look up the numbers. Numbers. But I mean, it's a lot more um, Cause it, it, variety. It, it, it's balanced out now because that may have been with straight men. Yeah, and straight. But mm-hmm. now yeah, we're a little it's bit more, more diverse. It's a little bit more lines are blurred now. So mm-hmm. I don't even know if there is a ratio anymore. You're right, because it'd be difficult to tell what's who and who and who, who prefers and what, what so. and who like what. And yeah, so okay, mm-hmm. okay, so it's a lot of continue a lot of twenty natural twenty four year old issues. <laughs> so dealing with a girl who didn't have the same issues. So I I understand love. Mm-hmm. Um, what used to be effortless now takes uh, now takes work. So things that used to come really, really easy now take a little more work. So that's another sign that your honeymoon phase, phase one, is, uh, is dead. <laughs> so, so I read all that. <clears throat> I ingested it. I, pro- I uh, processed it. I said, okay, my idea of the honeymoon phase is that there is not just one. And that is coming off of my life experience that I have and the experiences of other people um, who I know are in long term relationships where I don't I don't see that there is just one honeymoon phase and then it never returns. And all of the research on the Internet suggests that you got the honeymoon phase at the beginning and then you spend a lot of time in your relationship trying to get back to that. And so what I like to sort of hypothesize with you or argue for is that there are a series of honeymoon phases that progress throughout a relationship that people can look forward to. And it shows up in more, I guess, intense ways as your relationship grows. So I'll just use us as an example. We know about initial our beginnings, all of that fluffy stuff. Oh, beautiful. You know, and then of course that dies down a little bit. Not to say it goes away completely, it just decreases. Things take a little more work, takes a little more tears, a little bit more of everything, a little bit more effort into the entire relationship. And then I think, I I would like to call that like a, a little valley. I like to think of these as valleys and mountains and valleys and mountains, right? So I think that, Once you're in that valley that you're now climbing up another mountain range to get to that next phase, 
which would be whatever you want to call it. So for us, it would be like a more um, for us. I think it became sort of more companionship. I think we had to learn how to be friends. We had to step back a little bit because we were really into this is what a romantic relationship should look like. And we were forgetting that we were humans and we needed to be like we needed to like each other first. Um, So we had to kind of get into learning about each other at a natural level in order to continue to rise up into our our next honeymoon phase, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? I hear you. Okay. So um, I remember very specifically sitting down and thinking through things that I liked about you as a person. So I had to put boyfriend JP away and sit down and say, okay, could I still be with JP in this capacity? What do I like about him as a person? And so, of course, knowing that you put the romantic part on top of that, then that takes you into another phase that looks similar to the honeymoon phase, but it's not the honeymoon phase. It's a little more mature. Does that make sense? Again, I hear you. Okay. (laughs) So, um, and we've, I think, I mean, I can't count them. I can't say, oh, I'm in another phase of our relationship. Um, There are several stages to a marriage relationship. And so, you know, they say you go from romantic love to, or you have the infatuation, um, romantic love, and then you get into more of a companionship kind of love and sort of like a wholeness, unconditional, and it matures. So I think that, in our like little phases, that's where we've come is that we've every little phase that we've had, we've learned something more about the person or about one another. And we've taken that and added it on, built in our little mansion and moved forward into our next phase. And so for me, like right now, I would say we're in a really, really excellent position. And I will call this our honeymoon phase because I know you deeper than anybody on this planet. You know me more than anybody in the world. And for us, this can be seen as a honeymoon phase because we still have those like bubbly feelings, but we still love one another as people and we understand one another. So, and we're buddies, you're my pal. And I still wanna be with you more than anybody else. So you still get the benefit of the original traditional honeymoon phase but with all the added friendship part that that's come along with almost 17 years together. Does that make sense? I hear you. Okay. Any ideas? What do you think, yeah, I think about we, it going in the we series? Started, we, started, we started backwards. You think we started backwards? Mm-hmm. Okay, explain to me what you mean. Because I think... The one of the reasons, excuse me, I was sitting there listening um, to you and not not swallowing. So (laughs) I had a moussaka in my throat when I finally did start talking. Oh, my Um, gosh. Yeah, I think that um, we we started we started backwards. Um, So, again, as as with it being like a trying time for me. Mm-hmm. What we how we started was probably the best thing for our relationship, especially where where I was mentally, because mm-hmm. there was there probably was a greater chance that if we would have went into a physical relationship earlier, more than likely we wouldn't been we wouldn't have been together because mm-hmm. that would have took away part of the intrigue of you. Because if I would have got what I wanted necessarily at the beginning, mm-hmm. I probably would have stayed in the mind frame and the mindset I was at the time, mm. which wasn't positive all the best at the at the time. So mm-hmm. the fact that I I was building towards something with you, um, we became best friends, got to know each other outside of the the physical physical stuff and mm-hmm. we we found that we really do like each other mm-hmm. which is helpful now with us g- growing older and with kids and, and all that stuff because yeah. we that's where we 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 built a relationship a friendship first mm-hmm. before jumping in yeah into the physical yeah 
So yeah. the hmm. physical more than likely would have hindered hindered us. Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that it's backwards. I think maybe looking at it from the world that we live in now, it may be backwards because people don't um, generally date long-term date anymore i don't think y'all gotta prove me wrong though i mean i would love to find some couples out here who are traditionally dating i mean you gotta do some type of dating really if you're looking for someone long term but anywho i think people are very into finding out how that person is in the bed and then trying to build the relationship on that when y'all have already shared your soul like it's there's no other way to go. Like you've already ultimately done what you should have been working towards, in our opinion. So, so that's interesting. And it feels like we were like the last generation to do that um, because our younger generations now just don't like they don't. And then I think it's still it's a lot of um, there's sex in the air. <laughs> like it's we're breathing it in. They're on billboards. It's on TV. It's on your phone. It's on everything. So these children don't have any any choice but to just engulf it because it's there. It's in your face. Yes. Yeah, booty, 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 in your face. It's called so, a sneaky link. What's the sneaky link? What's sneaky that? link. Sneaky link. What's sneaky link? When you link up someone sneakily. <laughs> sneak. Oh, <laughs> yes. Link. I can't even say that. This <laughs> is <laughs> sneakily. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They probably have a kind of name for it now. What what escape say you're my little secret? Oh yeah. What's that? That was the bop though. Man. But it's called Sneaky Link now. Wow. I didn't know it had a name. See, I I, I, I learned you something. Okay, well. And his I don't know if it's I don't know if I should feel sad. I feel sad though. Because you want I want people to have what we have. And I don't know if you can build a foundation after you've already proceeded forward in the relationship in sort of the wrong uh, alleyway. <laughs> like you've gone down the alley and you got to kind of back out and then start building. It would seem like it would cause a lot of animosity. Like if someone is really into just the sex and suddenly she want to be like, no, let's just be celibate right now. Let's get to know each other. I can imagine that that would be like, um, what? Nah. <laughs> so, eh. I'm thinking of um, Devin, Devin Franklin and Megan Good. They recently filed for divorce, um, and they say that. <laughs> Sorry, that was inappropriate. No, Sorry. it really was. Black love. They seem like they were okay. Here's what a lot of people are arguing for. They're saying that they found each other and immediately started going on these rants about finding a soulmate and. Um, urging celibacy and writing books and being on TV shows and how you need to be celibate before. And they hadn't been married for three months. They knew nothing about what marriage was, but they immediately launched into it and made their marriage a business and sort of dove into something that they did not have a lot of research or had a lot of like life experience about. And so I'm thinking about that in terms of the same idea is that you're, Having sex with somebody you don't know. And so what happens is your foundation is not there. So if you fall backwards, you just falling from the sky and hitting the ground because there's not a trampoline that you've built with your partner there already. And I think that's what we did because people like are stealing all about how we are able to work with one another for as long as we did and not <laughs> want to choke each other out. And I said, well, I don't think he's just, I don't think he's too bad. I think JP is. He's kind of a he's kind of okay to be around. Like if I was locked in a room with him, which basically what quarantine was, I didn't want to kill him. I didn't want to divorce him. Like I wanted more of his conversation. So so it's very important to build that, I think. And and in the end doing so, I think that your honeymoon phases can come in spurts and your honeymoon phases can come in waves and you don't have to worry about the whole Teslas. Like because you know, your spouse becomes a different type of, of set of cars that come afterwards that you don't know what's coming, but it should be exciting anyway. There's something new that's coming up. So parenthood as itself is a car. So that's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, and then for us here in our relationship now, we're getting into a financial stability sort of period that I'm hoping that will last the rest of our lives. Please, Lord, please. 
um, where we're, I want to say free to buy whatever we want to buy, but we're not afraid to take, you know, risks because we know that we can afford them and we can do some things that we couldn't do early in our the relationship. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by Jeremiah Payton are those <laughs> of hers and hers alone. We don't have so, any money. <laughs> we can't buy anything. We don't have anybody. We we rich broke. This that's is what a, that's what Duval this said. A, this is a studio. Oh my gosh. That we're renting. <laughs> Anywho, no, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that, hey, I'm going to give everybody money. I'm saying that we can take different financial turns that we couldn't early because we didn't have the money to do that. But now we're in a different position, in a different honeymoon phase, hello, that allows us to buy. If something is broken, we can fix it. That's that's all I'm saying, babe. Like our dishwasher was booty, so I went out and bought a new one. So there you go. That's what I'm saying. JP is knows where every penny of our money is. So that's, he's supposed to be like that and he's a Capricorn, so. You're a Capricorn. <laughs> that should come back. I'm a Sagittarius, so. If you guys hadn't, can't even pick that up, you can definitely wear textbook our zodiac signs. Speaking of, JP's birthday is in a week, you guys. So please go online and wish him. He, the devil is a lie. He's going to go around the uh, the world one more time. And we're excited that he's going to have a new year to celebrate with his wife and children and family. So he thinks it's bad. I love having his birthday. So it's his birthday. It's, um, it's my birthday because I was made for him. So, yay. Yeah. So, anywho. Um, so, summarizing. <clears throat> summarizing our, our, our um, episode here about the honeymoon phase. Uh, essentially, the honeymoon phase can be a series of honeymoon phases. I don't believe that there can only be one and then you spend a lot of time chasing back all the feelings from that one. I think that um, as you grow to become companions and you have this unconditional sort of love that flows through you, that's not the same as like the sparkly love, but you have sparkles that hit. Like I'll look at JP and I'll be like, oh gosh, that's the guy. Like I've been waiting. I've waited for him for so long. Like my, half my life I was looking for him and he's right there. Like, look, he's right there. Look at his babies. And you know, you'll have those sparks. And so I don't believe that it's just one, um, one phase and that the honeymoon phase can last a long time because I hope that ours lasts as long as it has, you know, 17 more years. Hey, let's kick it off. 17 more after that. 17 more after that. Damn. They'll just continue. <laughs> but we're going to still that, be man? alive. 17 times four. I don't know. I don't like doing math, especially on the spot. So. Anywho, we're still going to be here. 68. There you go. Beautiful. So that's why I stopped at four. I didn't go to five. I you know, I ain't going to be that old. But hey, <laughs> it's still beautiful. And it's it's exciting in the way that you don't know what's coming. Like, we don't know what what is coming. For one, we know we're going to have teenagers. And so that is going to create a different kind of humor around these parts in the Payton house that we're going to have a teenage boy and a teenage girl at the same time. And Jai is already a teenager. She's five. So we already going to have it, you know, duped out. And JP going to come home and she's going to be on the porch. And I'm going to be in here fuming and stomping around the house. So we already know that's going to be a phase in itself. So we'll just laugh our way through having teenagers. Because I feel like Drew's going to be very moody kind of teenager. And Jai's going to be super emotional. And so I'm going to be like, oh, my God, y'all help me. Help us. So we'll see how that goes. But it's going to bring us closer. And then they're going to be out the house. And then we can walk around naked like we want to. So it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's that's the way I think a relationship, a marriage relationship should be. We should look forward to the changes because they're going to happen anyway. And it can still be like a honeymoon. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, man. Yeah, you're great. I want to keep you. Right. Right. So, so that's uh, the ideas for today's episode. Anything else we want to add on to the end of this? Nothing. Nothing involved. What we talk about. Okay. What you What you want to add on? That's not 
what we were talking about. <laughs> sound, sounds like you have something else you want to. No, I'm 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 good. I'm just 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 random, but we good. I, I want to know you're random. No, um, my cousin um, Dana listened to the episode. And he just said that that you sound you see you sound really good and clear, and he said mm-hmm. I sound like a midnight. Midnight, midnight, um, midnight love radio jock. <laughs> <laughs> the midnight love radio jock, like Keith Sweat up in here. <laughs> so shout out to that actor as well. Be listening to Keith Sweat. He's, uh-huh. he's kind of hey because Keith Sweat Keith, got the voice. He don't be talking about nothing. Nothing. He be giggling. I'm like, oh my god, he, he giggles all Keith the time. Like, Tell me what you're doing, baby girl. <laughs> And he don't. It feels like he don't respond to people. He who don't talk. give him no type of he, advice or anything. He no just he just up. he just talk. He just let him talk. And he get right off the he phone. Go. He don't give him no all advice right. or nothing. Thanks for calling. <laughs> like what? Like all right, I love you, baby girl. I'm here if you need me. You ain't answer the first question, baby. <laughs> he didn't answer. He don't answer no questions. But anyway, oh, that was man. it. That's funny. Well, thank you. I, I'm glad. Glad we sound good. I want us to keep sounding good. And now we have video component where you guys can see our faces coming, our voices coming out our faces. Face. They can only see me. Is that I what's happening? Know. I haven't checked the video yet. Okay. I'm in well, front of the camera too. So I don't, don't know. <laughs> now the voice is coming out of our faces. So it's like, oh, that does match. So oh, hopefully it matches. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in to our newest episode. We thank you all so much. As always, we're very appreciative of our listeners. We love having listeners and we always checking in on our little statistics and seeing where people are listening at. So please continue to pass us around to your friends, especially if we've said something that is <laughs> that has uh, JP's gesturing wildly at me. I'm a gesturer, um, especially if we said something that has um, struck you today or that has um, really made you think. And so. I'm hoping that 2022 will be the year where we'll be able to have um, a lot more thought-provoking conversation, um, more guest speakers um, to give us some different point of views. Um, so we'll just continue to bring you all some some of the good stuff that we hope will help. So uh, please follow us on all the social media networks. We are now <clears throat> available on Meta, Instagram, and Twitter. And we do have a paid and full pod website that will be launched. We'll let you all know when that website launches um, and what type of content you can expect on our fresh, beautiful website. So coming soon uh, in 22 from the uh, the patents here. Uh, we also are available via our Gmail account, uh, paidandfullpod at gmail.com. That's P-A-D-E-N-F-U-L-L-P-O-D at gmail.com f-u-l-l-c-k p-o-d so yeah that's kind of quote can we end with what can we tell the people to get them ready for a new week everyone's going back to work this week so invest in hoteslas <laughs> invest in hoteslas um alright we'll go with that okay <laughs> bitchcoin Mia's gonna pick the song today. Mia's gonna pick the song today. So if y'all are prayers, please pray for us. Please continue to keep us in your prayers. Make noise until she plays the song that she's gonna play, and then she gonna hit play. Everybody have a wonderful day. Wonderful day. Wonderful day.
girl dancing, a pretty girl dancing, a pretty girl dancing now. The way she moves to the beat, yeah. There's a pretty girl dancing, a pretty girl dancing, a pretty girl dancing now. Now don't worry about no one. Go ahead and have some fun with me, with me, with me, yeah, yeah. Dancing to the drum all night until the sun comes. We'll be dancing all night long. Yeah, I'm feeling you. This much is true. What's there to do? I have no crew. Respect beware, I know you had your share Of fake mobsters, hustlers, you know the Fred of stairs I wanna take it slow, maybe catch a show Limited.